2: Hamilton's going to try again, this time on the inside, it comes and then touch! Verstappen is out of the race and that's a big crash into Cobst! Michael, this is Toto. Go ahead, Toto. Uh, Michael, I just send you an email um, with the diagrams where the car should be. Did
0: you receive that?
1: Uh, Toto, I don't uh, access my emails during a race deliberately because i concentrate on the race.
0: Uh, yeah, then you should maybe look at this because there is something with the rules.
3: i coming up. Spa. Yep. Yep. That's right. We are on the road to spa. Summer break is well and truly here. But it's now time to hand the mic over to a man. A man that is looking at setting some purple sectors in his spa a little later on. All while polishing his pole position, if you know what I mean. And that man is Mr. David Croft, take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we
2: go.
0: Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion, and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax, For the Park It in My Ferme show, here is your host, Caldy. It
3: is. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it's your main squeeze, Caldy, aka the Cordobotomus. And as we have well and truly entered the summer break, I soak up the sun with all the Formula One news, repackage it. And present it to the millions and millions of my F1 muffins out there. And
2: ooh-hoo-hoo-wee!
3: We have a little fun show for you today, but please, can you please just look behind you right now? Because I think that there, right there is my Fermi. And if you wouldn't mind parking on up there, since it is the parking in my Fermi show, for news, opinions, discussions, reviews, previews, love triangles, and more. Episode 62! Coming at you fast and hard, but if you've missed out on any of the previous episodes, well, head on over to ParkingInMyFirmate.com, where you can download all the previous 61, all sitting there, looking innocent, ready to be plucked, looking ripe, juicy, ready to be plucked from the tree of Formula One goodness. Better yet, look down at that subscribe and follow button on your podcast listening device. Look at the smooth edges, the curves so tempting, begging you, wanting you to just caress it with the tip of your finger. You want some socials? Yeah? Yeah? All right. gonna get some socials. I'm it by Furby on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Woo-hoo-hoo-wee. And what a show we have for you today. Oh, my lordy, 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 because we're on the road, baby. Oh, oh, yes, we are on the road. Get excited for the first race back in, in, I think, three weeks. But we're there. We're there. Go. Uh, Spa. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't even tell that I recorded that over the old ones. That's how good I am at this whole engineering the sound thing. On the show tonight, we'll be going through Coldy's top Cody's five. top five worst drivers of the season so far and how they can turn it around. Crofty's love files is back, baby. Schumacher might be stuck at Haas just a little while longer. As well as not one, but two stats of the week. So many stats coming at you. So sit back, relax, change into something a little more comfortable. Light a candle, decant your favourite wine from Chateau Le Grand Prix, and enjoy the show.
2: Sebastian Vettel move, teams! He picks up his first podium for Aston Martin, and their first podium in Formula 1... Sebastian Vettel, congratulations, you are driver of the day.
0: Thank you. I haven't got much time to sum it up, I need to go to my guys, but uh, it's a bit weird, who who, who gave you my number?
1: (laughs) I'm now your race engineer Sebastian, how things are going to change for you from now on?
0: Big kiss to Silverstone, big kiss to Silverstone to all the guys, thank you. Yay, what a race, yes man! Felicidades or Feliz Navidad Or whatever you say to Checo I'm happy for him Another win
3: Do you guys remember growing up? Of course you do What a dumb question But do you remember all the girls and guys That you've had crushes on over the years? And then there was always that one That one that you thought you were madly in love with Before you even knew what love was The girl of your dreams The one that would drive you wild Yeah, me too Oh, I remember her That one that would friend zone you Yes You're like a big brother to me You get that one? Did you hear that one? The one that would tease you and say things like Why can't I find a guy that's like you? I'm like me bitch I'm a guy like me Or the one that would date all those other guys And come crying to you about it I, I dated Steven and Steven just stares at my tits and messages other girls well, that's because Steven's an asshole. And I'm here for you. Oh, thanks, Cody. You're like my protective big brother. Yeah. Well, bitch, I've been watching some incest porn, and Big Brother is here to collect. Okay, uh, okay, 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 okay. Okay. So I went a little bit too far, but you know what I mean. You're getting strung along. And it fucking sucks. Hey. George Russell is getting thrown along. He is obsessed with Mercedes. He wants to be with Mercedes so bad. But right now, Mercedes is dating the wrong guy. Mercedes is complaining about that guy. And Mercedes looks at George Russell as just a little brother. So caring. Too nice. Kind of kind of hasty in the shirtless pics. But at least there is some hope. Because Mercedes' boyfriend right now, Valtteri Bottas, is treating her like shit. Not taking into account her feelings, not telling her he loves her, not respecting her. And worst of all, when it comes to getting down and dirty, he isn't even performing. And he's even performing worse when it's wet. And Mercedes has had enough. Mercedes is looking elsewhere. Mercedes has found her next lover in George Russell. See, we all know that's what's happening. But did you know there's another? It's only at its infancy stage, this thing here. But, but there is another. Another driver who is in love. Another driver who is being friend-zoned. Mick Schumacher. He's that other driver. See, Bonotto has said he wants Haas to sign Mick until the end of 2022. He said, Mick Schumacher's first season is a learning one without any pressure. And we're talking with Haas to confirm him there. Okay. Okay. Yes, it was a learning curve, but despite a few things, he's actually looking all right. What about sticking him in an alpha? That that could work. Well, not according to Bonotto. He said Giovinazzi remains our reserve driver. He's growing every year, and I hope he can stay at Alpha. He deserves it. Okay. Racing car Jesus deserves it. Well, for Ferrari, there are multiple girls along the way. The Huss, that's your little beginner girl. That's the one you date because you can get some. Learn what you're doing, you know. Just jump in, give it a shot. It won't, it won't be pretty, but you're having fun, you know. But now he wants to move on. He sees Ferrari as his Margot Robbie, a fine piece of ass. He ain't ready to date her yet. You wouldn't know what he's doing with Margot Robbie. So why not move him on to Alpha Romeo? Where he'll be in the middle of the grid, learning how to bump and rub shoulders with some of the other drivers. Get him into the thick of it. Because keeping someone like Mick, who knows what he is doing in Haas, is starting to look a lot like a death sentence. With his teammate being Nikita, give him a squeeze. Mazepin, whose dad will run the team next year. Yes, it will happen. You know his son is going to get the best parts and the better car and the first upgrades and the prototypes. So why not save Schumacher? Stick him in an Alpha. Get rid of Kimi who is getting too old for this shit and have him partner up with Racing Car Jesus. Have Haas bring in Schwartzman from Formula 2. A perfect fit, another Russian. Let them have the Russian team. The worst thing Ferrari can do is not capitalize on someone, a new driver wanting to be with them. Instead of going to Red Bull or Mercedes, this driver wants to be at Ferrari. It's like he is keen on Ferrari and Ferrari was like, Ugh, oh no, he's such a keno. Treat him mean, keep him keen, Mick. Now, let me tell you another tale. I have a friend. He was in a relationship for 10 years, 10 long, long years, not happy. Was always hoping for something more. It Never came, he settled was happy to just be the regular, boring, missionary, vanilla sex. And now they've split up. He is now single. But all the seats for the good drivers are taken. People are married with kids moving in together. So is this going to happen to Mick? Is Mick going to be stuck at Haas and struggle to drive it again next season because it's a piece of trash car? And then be stuck there for 10 years because Ferrari are stringing him along isn't quite Ferrari driver material. No, 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 but at least get him in an alpha. Because keeping him at Hus is just stringing him along. If you love him, you set him free. And if it's meant to be, he will come back. But right now you're hurting him. And in a long run, you will hurt yourself too. Mick, you don't need to lust after the Ferrari. And Ferrari, you don't need to friendzone Mick. We can make it work. We can make sure both needs are satisfied. So right now, no one's getting off. And now, your stat of the week.
2: I'm a stat man, Formula One stat man. Call cool, these a stat man. Yeah, stats. Uh, I'm a stat man. Oh yeah,
3: oh yeah, stat time. Yeah, oh, so much stats so many stats, I don't know if this intro is even long enough, there's that many stats, ah, stats, 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 yeah, ooh, so many stats,
2: Uh,
3: I'm a stat man, I am a stat man, ooh, baby, hey, how's this for a stat, there's only one driver who has raced every single lap, all 3,330 kilometres, all 697 laps this season so far, you know who that driver is? Maybe you've heard of him. Sir Lewis Hamilton. But there is a driver who has travelled the least amount of distance so far. That's Nikita Mazepin. Not surprisingly, 2,662 kilometres. But he has still raced more laps than another driver. The driver with the least amount of laps raced this year so far. 545 laps. About 100, what's that, 152 less than Lewis Hamilton? That's Lewis Hamilton's teammate, Valtteri Bottas. Valtteri Bottas in a Mercedes has raced 152 laps less than Lewis Hamilton, the least amount of laps on the grid. Hey, hey, interpret that what you will, because that was a damn good out of the way He's a stat man! Oh that was a good stat! One of my best yeah, Such a good stat! Such a, such a good stat! You know it was He's a stat man! Hey, let's go on with the show Cool, is pretty cool
2: Yeah
3: Wow. After a little bit of a hiatus, we are back with another tale of Crofty's Love Files. Will he be able to help Max Verstappen find his Kelly PK? Or will Toto Wolf come and spoil the party? Find out now in the next episode of Crofty's Love Files. towards the back of the chicane like I was Mazapin at the back end of the grid surveying everything that was unfolding in front of me Christian Horner had just fetched me my third double Midori on ice and I was starting to feel real good Wilma Fingerdoo was on the stage singing and looking at her up there in that sparkly red dress made me harder than a set of Pirellis on a long stint my mind was racing like Hamilton and Verstappen at Silverstone The dirty, disgusting thoughts going through my head would send Wilma running, but she was never going to know about them. I looked over at the other corner of the club. Max Verstappen was there sipping on a Bex and we all know how much this Dutchman loves a little German. In fact, he had hired me to find his beloved Kelly PK, and I suspected Toto Wolff was behind this. He was going to be here later on tonight and I'm afraid that Max was going to do something stupid like he was Valtteri Bottas and take him right out to keep my wits about me, but was distracted by Wilma Fingerdo and her sweet, sweet sounds. Only one other woman had made me go crazy like this. It was one of Brundle's beauties. The girl from Bahrain, Miss Normus. Miss Dixie Normus. I would often close my eyes and imagine her singing to me. Imagine her sends blood rushing to the front of my grid, giving me a purple sector on my pole position, if you know what I mean. Suddenly the attention of the club turned to the front door which swung open violently. It was Toto Wolf bursting into the place like he owned it. Horner hated that Wolf would visit the club but there was nothing he could do about it. Ginger Spice was a massive fan of Roscoe the dog and it would upset her if Toto wasn't allowed in. Toto Wolf entered and sat a few booths down from Max. He waved over to Christian Horner and ordered his finest Bordeaux before lighting up a cigar. I could see Max getting redder then Hamilton's breaks in Baku, but there was no magic button here to cool him down. Toto was sitting back, relaxed and enjoyed the show. He hadn't even seen Max sitting there. I know there was trouble and I didn't want it to escalate. For Verstappen had other ideas. Max suddenly got up from his booth. Fist clenched, ready to attack. I couldn't let him get to Toto. I needed to question him about Kelly without Max being so hot-headed. I grabbed some ice out of the empty glass and held it towards the light switch. I knew I wouldn't miss. I have deadly accuracy. The place suddenly went dark. I leapt up from my seat and ran over to Max. I quickly disposed of him with a swift right hand before dragging him to the back. Giving us some more time, Horner turned the lights on just after I'd removed Max, knocking him unconscious. Well, I guess it's lights out. And away we go. <laughs> Look what we have here. Looks like Crofty saved the day once more. Will he ever get a chance to talk to Toto Wolf about Kelly PK? Or will he ever stop thinking about Dixie Normus? Find out next time on Crofty's Love Files. But we have a special treat for you because it's another stat of the week.
2: I'm a stat man, Formula One stat man. Cody's a stat man yeah stats uh i'm a stat man oh yeah oh yeah stat time
3: yeah oh so much stats so many stats i don't know if this intro is even long enough there's that many stats uh stats 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 yeah Ooh, so many stats i'm a stat man i'm still a stat man times today, you lucky sons of bitches. Alright, how's this for a stat? Podiums from drivers that have started outside of the front row. You know who the best is? No, no, no. It's not Michael Schumacher, who podiums 66 times from outside the front row. 42.58% of all his podiums. No, no, no. No, it's not Fernando Alonso, 67. Podiums 69% of the time. uh, 69% of all his podiums. (laughs) No, 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 no. Kimi Raikkonen, the Iceman, has the most podiums from starting outside of the front row. The guy has race pace. 72 podiums. Of all his podiums, 69.9% of his podiums have come from outside of the front row. Hey, 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 hey. You, listen here. Was that for you? He's a stat, man. Ooh, that was a good stat. It's an okay yeah, stat. Such a good stat. Good. Such a, such a good stat. You know it was. He's a stat, man. Hey, let's go on with the show. this is pretty cool.
2: Yeah. ba ba da ba 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 da ba 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 da ba da ba dee ba 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 da
3: Okay, ladies and gentlemen, it's now time.
0: Coldie's top five. For
3: Cody's top five, but this time it's the top five worst drivers of the year so far. I will go through the best. I'm not an arsehole. I'm not always so damn negative. But you all suck. No, 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 that's not true. No, don't be like no, don't be like that. We're gonna be talking about the top five. Cody. Come on. Come on. Yeah, I hit the button, you're meant to make the sound. Goldie's top five worst drivers of the year so far. We're going to start with an honourable mention. Now, the only reason I couldn't put him in the top five was just because the five drivers are worse than he is. But Daniel Ricciardo, honourable mention. The problem with Formula One is that you were n- never measured on how well you drive as an individual. No, no, no. It's always compared to how your teammate drives. It just so happens your teammate is Lando Norris, Daniel Ricciardo, a man that is arguably having the best year this year in Formula One. Now, Daniel hasn't been a slouch, right? but from what the expectations were to what's actually happening, even he would say he's not delivering. The video footage of him getting out of the car in Hungary is heartbreaking. Seeing his helmet in his hands, just sitting there, defeated. It was hard to watch. If you haven't checked it out, go to the YouTube clip right now. Check out Daniel Ricciardo finishing the race at Hungary because it... I mean, your heart breaks for him. It's hard to watch because he knew it was a race that he could get a bag of points to or even a podium. But he was taken out there, taken out by Stroll on lap one. There have been instances where Lando has gotten into Q3 when Ricardo hasn't even gotten out of Q1. So I'm not worried about him yet. I've been saying that for some time now, though. There is a half a season of racing to go. I'm confident, confident, confident he will still podium. At least once. But just purely on the first half of the season, he is nearly in the top five worst drivers of the season so far. So,
0: now it's time to start the list. Cody's top five. Cody's top
3: five worst drivers of the season so far. Number five, Valtteri Bottas. Now, it's rare to put someone who has podiumed six times, sat on pole once, and set two fastest laps on the list of the top five worst drivers of the year so far. But no one is going to argue with me. People must may even say him being fifth on the list is being generous. I'm going to start calling him the sunflower because conditions need to be perfect for him to flourish. Track can't be too hot, and is there if there is the teeniest, tiniest bit of moisture out there, then he loses it. In Imola, he had a
2: massive crash with Russell. Take a listen. And we're going to get a safety car now because that's Valtteri Bottas and George Russell, who are out of this race. What the f*** was he doing? Honestly? Is he a f- For what?
3: What the f***?
1: Are you okay, Valtteri? Big yeah. one. All good.
3: Now, are people going to argue that that was Russell's fault? Yes, I agree it was Russell's fault. Russell crashed into him. But what the fuck was Valtteri doing competing for P9 with a Williams? In the French Grand Prix, he struggled with pace. Yes, Mercedes screwed him on the pit stop strategy that he wanted. And as a result, he struggled. But you still struggled. Baku. He was down in P12 or something like that. I can't even remember. And it wasn't even from a crash or anything. He just had no pace. And it was made to look even worse for the fact that Lewis was competing for the win up the front of the grid in the same car. Then, of course, there was Hungary. Yep. The infamous Hungary race, Hungara Ring. Take a listen to the carnage from the opening lap once more.
2: Lights out and away we go and Hamilton does get away very well indeed, Bottas doesn't, Verstappen's already nearly alongside him and there goes Lando Norris down the inside, it is Hamilton ahead of Verstappen, Bottas has dropped three or four places and there's Lando Norris touched and into each other goes Valtteri, Bottas and Sergio Perez and that's the Alfa Romeo and Alfa Tauri getting caught up as the McLaren spun round with the Ferrari as well.
1: We are sorry guys, that's it.
0: I don't know, I think the steering. Oh, the left going, front i
3: don't know but I left front puncture. We've seen it,
0: Max. Take my car! We've seen it, we're looking. Hey, what the <laughs> happened there? Uh, I think one of the McLarens has hit you. What a
2: idiot! Safety car.
3: He took out the main drivers on the race. Got himself a five grid place penalty. So you know the race in Spa is going to be absolutely trash. You know, even if he qualifies P1, he's starting P5. Or P6, in that instance. So, it's not looking good for him. A lot of people have forgotten this, but Bottas was looking really, really, really good in Monaco. Before the 45-hour pit stop from Mercedes. He had the pace when Lewis didn't. But then, shit hit the fan. So it looks like the writing's on the wall for Valtteri. You will... Get a drive next year. You deserve a drive next year. But it just won't be at the front of the grid in a Mercedes.
0: Number four in... Cody's Top 5.
3: Cody's Top 5 voice drivers of the year so far. Nicholas Latifi. Look, few things to mention here. I actually really like Nicholas Latifi. I was never a big Latifi fan, but seeing him in interviews, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Big Dick Nick. I am, and you know he's swinging, you know he's packing. That's why he's so slow, carrying all that extra weight in the front. You know what I'm saying? But I really do like him, but he, he hasn't been great. And how do we know that he hasn't been great? Because despite having twice as many points as George Russell, he's always going to be compared to his teammate and the teammate George Russell, Mr. Saturday, is making him look like a bit of a dud. Mick Schumacher in a huss has been challenging him at some races. And now you're in your second year in that car and you really need to start putting in some performances. You were sitting P3 in Hungary. That's what you're all going to say. He's sitting P3 in Hungary. He's the best driver ever. But it's not helping anyone. You were holding everyone up so Vettel and Ocon could pull away. That's the only reason everyone's saying Alonso's defence on Hamilton was the reason Ocon won the race. Probably. But it didn't. Also hurt that Nicholas Latifi held the whole grid up so those two could get out ahead of everyone. You crashed out in Imola because you couldn't handle the wet and now the Williams have announced that they don't need pay drivers? I think you're in trouble. I think your time might be up there. You're no longer going to be a Formula 1 driver, but hey, hey, you had a good run. Well, no, okay, I'll take that back. You didn't have a good run. And that's why you're on the list. But I did see a picture of you on Instagram recently. Just saw a picture of your missus. Hopefully she sticks with you when you're not an F1 driver. Because she is fucking nice. Lucky you're rich, man. Because, damn.
1: Damn.
3: Damn. Smother her in Nutella, if you know what I'm saying. Number
0: three. Cody's Top Five. Cody's
3: Top Five. Worst drivers of the year so far. Kimi and the Iceman. He has been horrendous this year. From crashing into his teammate, take a listen. To taking our four-time world champ, Vettel. He seems to race relatively okay despite these flaws. But the problem is qualifying has been horrendous. And I know what the solution is. Well, if you, you qualify better, then you can consistently be in the points. But it's a shame that Kimmy isn't taking this seriously enough. As it is just a hobby for him. And as a result, will most likely hang up his boots at the end of the year. But there have been some absolute beauties on the radio from him this season. And when he does eventually retire, I will dedicate an entire show to Just Kimi radio messages. Because they are
2: fucking
3: brilliant. Let me play one for you right now.
2: Mirai can and such is to lose that front
1: wing. Back of the car, stepped out of the line as he picked the power up through turn two. Can you hear me or no? Yeah, can you hear me, Kimi? Radio check, radio check, if you can hear me. I need more charge. Okay, give me box, box, if you can hear me. Can you hear me now? No, negative, negative. I can't hear you. But I can hear you now. Yeah, box, box, if you can hear me. Still
0: don't hear me?
1: No, I can't hear you. You hear me? No, negative.
0: But your answer still.
1: If you can hear me, Kimi, we will go directly in. Can you hear
0: me?
1: Can you hear me now? Can you hear me?
0: I'll hear I hear you. Okay. Number two. Cody's top five. Oh, Cody's top
3: five worst drivers of the year so far. Yuki Sonoda. The man came in like a wrecking ball. But other than that, Bahrain performance when he took he took it to Alonso. He has been very disappointing, causing 345,134 red flags. He is starting to cost the team money in an era where every cent counts. He has a mouth like a sailor, swearing nearly every single chance he can. He is talking to his race engineer like he is a five-time world champ leading the race, not like a rookie that is in his 11th race and struggling to improve. Although, I tipped him to be the rookie of the year over Mazepin and Schumacher. He isn't going to run away with it like I'd hoped. Just don't want to see any more red flags from Tsunoda this season. But he was brought up too early into Formula 1. I understand they want to appeal to the huge Japanese market, but he wasn't ready for that. He's not ready for that AlphaTauri. It's a half-decent car. Would have been good to see him somewhere else but maybe he should have stayed in Formula 2. Number one, no surprises. Coldys
0: top five. Yeah, Cody's
3: top five worst drivers of the year so far. Number one, Nikita. Give him a little squeeze, Mazepin. No shock here, daddy's boy. Number one, he has disappointed from the moment he squeezed a woman's breasts when she didn't want them squeezed and then he stupidly posted it to his own Instagram account. He robbed the priceless artwork off the wall, then walked back into the gallery holding it the next day. That's what he did. Because he is a fucking moron. He has spun almost as many times as he has raced. He's crashed out on the opening lap in Bahrain, but really making himself familiar with as many runoff areas as he possibly can. He will be in the car next year. Thanks to daddy. But something needs to be done, hopefully. He can work on his driving big time in the summer break because he will be level with schumacher about 30 laps in this is what happens every race but then by the end of the race schumacher will have beaten him by 40 odd seconds when you are driving the same car the gap shouldn't be that great he also just is a fucking dick take a listen to the call between his race engineer and nikita in
0: Driver default, Charlie, 85 when you can. Driver default, C, 85 when you can. That's on the MFA Rotary to 10 o'clock position.
1: I cannot do it. I cannot do it.
0: Copy that, Maz. If you can move MFA to position C and then select 85 on the dash.
2: Repeat number again. Which number?
0: 85. 85.
2: I cannot do it, man. You are having a I'm
3: in mono. Hey, newsflash for you. You want to drive an F1 car? Learn how to fucking do this shit. You are now the Draco Malfoy of Formula One. Daddy got you in there. Now do something with it. So daddy can be proud and not continue to look at you like the massive disappointment you are.
0: So that was... Coldy's Top 5. Top 5
3: worst drivers for the first half of the season so far... Recap, number five, Bottas, four, Latifi, three, Kimi, two, Sunoda, and number one, Nikita Mazapin. What do you guys think? Let me know over at the socials, Park in my family, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, slide in the DMs, I'll catch it, arms wide open. Arms wide open, I won't let you fall, I won't let you hurt yourself. With arms wide open. Well, that brings us to the end of another show. Oh, no. Oh, no, you got to get excited because we're on the road. What are we, three weeks out? you got three weeks of this shit. We are heading all the way to Spa. Hey, let's go. Spa. Yep. Yeah. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We are heading to Spa, so get very, very excited indeed. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you don't miss out. I'll still be bringing you shows two times a week two times you're going to hear my soothing smooth sexy sounds if you make sure you subscribe also if you've missed out on any episodes look them up in the directory there or go to parkinitmyfilmade.com they're all sitting there ready to be downloaded of course give the socials a like a follow and a little bit of a slide into the DMs I don't mind I do not mind funny funny memes all the time all the time you get to talk to your boy I ain't scary come talk to me as so many of you have, I do love it. Oh, also, big shout out. Don't know his name. It's on the Facebook page to the guy who gave me a one star out of five saying I oh, don't sound very professional. Well, Peter a bag of dicks. How's that for professionalism? And, of course, thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening.